0: Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and today we're going to be chatting about batching and preparing for when you're going to be taking time away from your business. The reason that I'm recording this episode is that I recently had a baby and decided to take some maternity leave, so some time off from my business. And this was a very new thing for me. I've been full-time TPT for a while, but even before that, it was kind of part-time. I've always just really loved TPT. It's never felt too much like a chore. It's always been a fun sort of thing, a fun outlet for me, a creative outlet. So a lot of the time, I have to force myself to take time off. And there was a while where I used to just work on TPT every day of the week, whenever I felt like it, and I actually had to set boundaries for myself and say, no, I'm going to only do Monday to Friday, and I'm not going to spend all of my weekends and... Public holidays, doing this. So, yeah, I have to kind of force myself sometimes to take time off. And so, it was definitely going to be an adjustment for me when I first realized I was going to need to take a maternity leave of sorts. So, yeah, it was a big scary thing. And I sat there and thought, how am I going to do this? How am I going to not work on my business, but also make sure that it still makes money, it's still profitable? How am I going to make that work? And it took a lot of thought and consideration, but I did actually manage to planned some things for while I was away so that my business could keep going. And it all came down to batching and scheduling. So that's what this podcast episode is going to be about. This episode is great for you, even if you don't have any kind of maternity leave in your future. It can be for any time away from your business. Maybe you are just looking after a sick relative, or you know, for some reason, you're going to be going on like a, a holiday, really extended kind of vacation or a few months, big road trip or some kind of thing that's you know, fully away from your business, or maybe you are going back into the classroom, or you're already in the classroom throughout the school year, and you know that you can't really work on your business during this busy time at school. So you can only work during summer and that kind of thing. Whatever, you might be taking time off for whatever reason. And a really great thing to do is to prepare your business for while you're gone. So what I did was sat down and looked at what kind of activities I normally do on a day-to-day basis, what tasks I have in my business, and I decided what things do I need to batch and schedule and plan for while I'm away, and what things can I just let slide and that will be okay. So for example, in my I have two businesses, in my store, that's my you know I've got a teaching business, like my store business, and then I've got my seller business. But in my store I thought product creation is obviously just going to go on hold. I don't have a team member or VA that can just carry on making products. I make my own products. Obviously, can be too busy. That's something that I can't really like, you know, schedule out or anything. So that just had to go on the back burner. That's fine. But I knew that there were things like marketing that I could plan a bit for. So I decided to sit down and batch my emails. I wrote them out and I scheduled them out. I sort of decided which things in my business I could plan for and which things I couldn't product listing updates, things like that That was another thing I couldn't really schedule. I just had to sort of let it slide. That's okay. I've done so much of that in recent years. That's fine. But there was, you know, other marketing things too. I did a little bit of batching some pin creation for Pinterest, made sure that I had lots of blog posts on my blog. You know, I kind of ramped things up before I went on leave so that I kind of wrote more posts than I normally would. Things like that, And I did a little bit of you know scheduling for social media, but social media has never been a big thing for my business, really. Anyway, and then for my seller side of the business, I primarily was doing a lot of batching around my podcast, so batching episodes, batching emails about my episodes, creating graphics, that kind of thing. And I did most of this on my own, but I had a little bit of help from my podcast manager for the podcast stuff. But yeah, the first step was really just looking at everything and deciding what I was going to leave and what I was going to prepare for. And then when I decided what things I was going to prepare for, I had to really work in advance. So I actually started recording podcast episodes many, many months before they were due so that I could get really, really ahead of myself. I wasn't sort of planning for like one week or one month out. I was planning for months out. Same with emails. I was batching and batching huge amounts of emails. And at the time, it can feel really overwhelming when you're planning for in advance and doing lots of batching. So I would take things chunk by chunk, step by step. I would say, well, in this week, I'm going to be preparing everything for February. And I would just kind of do it a month at a time. I wouldn't try to sit down and make sure that I've written, you know, 30 emails. That's just crazy. It was like, I'm just going to write the four emails for February. And that seemed kind of manageable. And I could do that in a day or half a day or two days, whatever. And I sort of took it month by month, but I basically did, yeah, a lot of batching and on a monthly basis. And then once things were made, I scheduled them out straight away so that it was done and I could move on to the next thing. When you are doing batching and scheduling and planning things out in advance, it's a little bit different to just doing things on the fly because it takes a lot more organization. If you're going to plan a large number of things and do them all in a short period of time instead of doing them gradually on a week-to-week basis, you actually have to know what you're doing over this long period. You have to plan your content and be like, well, what am I doing in February? What am I doing in March? So it actually does require a lot more extra effort because you've got to organize your content a bit more in advance. So I did a lot of kind of sitting down, brainstorming sessions, brain dumping, creating documents and, you know, schedules and tables and sort of planning out what I was going to do. So that is something you have to think about is you've got to first sit down and actually, you know, plan what the content's going to be before you can actually dive into sitting there and batching it, batch writing or recording or creating. Yeah, I wanted to throw that in. That is one of the first steps you definitely need to do. Now, I planned, for example, this podcast, I planned quite a few months of it. So I started recording it in late 2022 because I knew that my maternity leave was going to be in early 2023. So I go you know, planned quite a few months of it. And I'm actually recording this episode as of April 2023. So I'm nearly running out of episodes. And I'm kind of getting to the point now where I'm going to have to go back to doing it week by week. But I wanted to say that if you are going to take maternity leave or you know you're going to be really, really busy, you want to plan a decent amount of time. So I knew that my baby was going to be due in February and I thought I don't really know what it's like being a parent, but I imagine I'm not going to feel like working for quite a while. So I planned February, March, April and May. I did four months worth of podcast episodes, emails, that kind of thing. And to be honest, I'm now at that point where we're only two months in, but I'm, you know, getting close to running out of content and gotta start thinking about things and I'm I'm really glad I did four months, but honestly I could have done more. And I guess why I'm sharing this with you is I wanna say however much you think you need, it's always better to do more. If you know that you're gonna be taking a month off, maybe do six weeks worth or two months worth of content or planning, because you just don't know. You'd be surprised how that time flies. For example, say, you know that in January, you are not going to be doing any work on your business. You're going out of town, you're going on a big road trip for four weeks or something. And so in December, you, you plan all your January content. That's great. But what happens when you get back on February 1st and you know, you're know you unpacking and you don't feel like working and then that whole week goes by and next thing you know, most of February, you haven't really been doing anything. You haven't got it organized. You're feeling behind. So sometimes you've got to look at how long you're going to be taking off and plan for more than that. And so maybe you work in a school full time as a teacher and you know that there's like a semester or a term or a certain amount of time, you're going to be really busy and not going to be working. Maybe it's five weeks, maybe it's 10 weeks, whatever. You want to maybe plan a little bit more, give a little bit of leeway to that. Maybe you'll plan 11 or 12 weeks instead of 10 so you've got that buffer at the end because you might finish up a school semester or term and then just be exhausted on your break and you just don't feel like you know planning out your Instagram posts or whatever. So the more you can do the better. I don't think there's ever such a thing as too much batching and scheduling. The further in advance you can plan, the better. Overall, I would say the big things for me were starting early, like really starting many months before I knew I was going to be away. Planning quite a decent amount of time, you know, planning more than you think you'll need in terms of content and just being really organized about what that content's gonna be and then sitting down and just going on like on a month to month basis, not overwhelming myself with trying to do too much at once, because it can feel really overwhelming if you tell yourself that you're gonna write six months worth of emails. Like that's just crazy to do in a few weeks. You know, you wanna do things really gradually, and I think that helps make it more manageable. Obviously, the other thing I'd recommend is just having some kind of organization on your computer or in a planner the way you do it. So maybe you will create documents, tables or spreadsheets. Maybe you'll use Trello or Airtable, some kind of program or app. Maybe you'll have a planner that you really love using, but you want to kind of before you just start, you want to sit down and really be getting yourself organized, have some kind of system or program to help make the whole process smoother. Once you've you know planned out your content, maybe you've batched and created it all, the final thing you usually do is is schedule things out. That's always a really great thing to do. And I do recommend apps and programs and things for that as well. You know, if you're using Pinterest, use Tailwind. If you are planning to do social media, go on to the Meta Business Suite, make sure you're scheduling your Facebook and Instagram posts, you know, do things really far in advance and get them all scheduled. I actually did make the mistake. One of my things I did was I batch created some posts, you know, the pictures and images. But I thought, oh, I don't need to schedule them. I'll just kind of keep them on my phone and just post them, you know, manually. I didn't realize how exhausted I would be with a newborn. That was not going to happen. So, you know, another thing is to sort of don't underestimate how you might not feel like working. You think you will, but you won't in whatever the situation is. And batching and scheduling, I think, go really hand in hand and you really kind of want to do both together because if you just batch content, that's great, the, the content's ready to go, but that still relies on you, the future you, being able to manually do things and you can't guarantee that. So scheduling allows things to just go out on their own with no input from you and that is always a really good thing for when you're planning to be away. So like that's the example I mentioned, if you're working in a school and you know that throughout the school year... You just don't have the energy to manage your Facebook page. It's great for you to prepare that content, but it's a really good thing if you'd actually schedule those posts out because you just don't know how exhausted you're going to be and you might not ever get around to it. Anyway, so I'm going to wrap up this episode. I just wanted to give a little bit of insight into how I prepped for my maternity leave and how batching and scheduling can really help you when you want to take time away from your business. The tips in this episode are actually just really good in general, even if you're not taking time off from your business, batching and scheduling, especially your marketing content can be a real lifesaver because on the day to day, sometimes we just don't feel like posting on social media and stuff. So it's really good to have things prepared. If you don't have any, you know, leave coming up, you don't plan on taking a break from your business anytime soon, you don't plan on going on maternity or taking time off while you're back in the classroom or going on holiday, that's fine. But I actually do encourage you to take a break from your business if you can. It's actually a really good thing. And then not just because it's refreshing and kind of rejuvenates you and you kind of come back to the business with a kind of new enthusiasm. I mean, that's one part of it. But The other part is that time away from your business can actually be really impactful in terms of prioritizing what's important in your business. So to stepping back from my business while I took time off, you know, to look after my baby, has allowed me to really look at my business as a whole and say, well, what things have I not been doing? And out of those things that I've not been doing, like, which things really mattered? Which things can I let go in future? I guess what I'm saying is I've stopped doing a lot of things in my business. And some things I've realized I never really needed to be doing anyway, or they never made me a lot of money. And like, I've kind of, made the same amount of money or made more money or found more success and I'm doing less or I'm I'm not doing that thing anymore. And I'm like, well, it's kind of been eye-opening. It's like, I didn't need to be doing that. I guess, you know, for an example would be maybe if you have a certain marketing platform, for example, maybe something like a Facebook page that you post on a couple times a week and then you take a few weeks off from your business and you stop posting on it. And then you kind of look back and realize, well, I've actually got the exact same amount of traffic coming to my store, even though I'm not posting anymore, making the same amount of money, if not more. So I've actually just realized I don't need to be really posting on this Facebook page anymore. It was actually a waste of time and, and not doing it has made me realize I don't need to do it. So sometimes taking a break is a really powerful thing. You'll realize what's important and what you can let go of. I've certainly kind of had my eyes open to a few things in my business. I've been like, I've stopped doing a lot of stuff and I realized I didn't need to be doing that stuff or I could step back from stuff. So yeah, it's definitely really eye-opening. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and I hope you've enjoyed the tips. Be sure to join my weekly email list. So I send out like a weekly email once a week. It's not like full of salesy stuff. It's just like tips and things. I changed the format of it not that long ago. So it's a lot more tips about product listings, you know, covers, thumbnails, previews, like weekly tips on those things. And it's actually become a lot more helpful. So Be sure to sign up if you want to hear more, you know, information and tips about TPT, just like on the podcast. But I hope you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.